0: Welcome to to 95 Mac Daily for Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Ulysses. Leading off today, we have more details on Apple's long term plans for its mixed reality headset and its AR glasses. Apple, of course, is yet to announce its first mixed reality headset, but now a new report from the information says that Apple's engineers are already working on a more affordable version of the device. As we've talked about before, the first version of Apple's mixed reality headset is expected to be very expensive, perhaps priced somewhere around the $3,000 mark. This, of course, is too expensive for the mass market consumer, and Apple apparently knows that. So for the more affordable version of the headset, Apple is reportedly targeting a price somewhere around the same price as the iPhone, so this would be anywhere from $800 up to $1,600. Apple engineers are debating ways to make the product cheaper while not impacting its overall form and function. Engineers are considering things like having lower-resolution displays, fewer sensors, cheaper materials, and a slower processor. But even so, Apple's plan is to still release the first version of the headset for a much higher price as a way to test the limits of how much consumers are willing to pay for mixed reality products. Meanwhile, Bloomberg is also reporting that Apple has postponed development of its augmented reality glasses, The initial roadmap that was reported for Apple's foray into augmented reality and virtual reality products was this high-end mixed reality headset. Then, at some point down the line, Apple was said to be planning to release new AR glasses that would be much more lightweight and practical for day-to-day use. So if Bloomberg is correct in reporting that Apple has indefinitely delayed these new AR glasses then it seems like Apple is planning to focus purely on AR-VR mixed reality products for the time being. But of course, Apple still plans to return to development of the AR glasses just at some point further down the line. In other news today, there have been growing efforts among Apple Store employees to unionize, and at the same time, Apple has been accused of illegal union-busting tactics. Now, after pressure from a coalition of investors, Apple has shared that it will undergo a third-party audit to check if it is complying with its human rights policies. The New York Times reports that Apple has submitted a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission that confirmed it has agreed to an assessment of its labor practices in the United States. Apple's filing says that it will hire a third party to handle the audit, and this third-party company will have expertise in labor rights and will not have previously advised companies on how to avoid unionization. The firm will be, quote, as independent as practical, end quote. Apple hasn't shared any further details on its plans to investigate its labor practices and potential union-busting efforts, But the news comes after Apple was officially charged by the National Labor Relations Board for violating union-busting laws in both Atlanta and New York City. We are sponsored this week by Ulysses. Ulysses is the ultimate writing app for iPhone, iPad, and Mac, and it just got even better with the addition of projects. Ulysses offers powerful features and a pleasant, focused writing experience combined into one tool made by people who love to write and write a lot. Ulysses is where I write my 9to5Mac articles and the script for this very podcast. Ulysses recently added a new projects feature that lets you work on larger things such as books, a thesis, or a blog. Projects feature dedicated content and extra sections, and design updates that let you focus on the contents of your writing project to help you stay focused and keep everything organized. Ulysses is the ultimate writing app for iPhone, iPad, and Mac, and you can learn more and get started at the link in the show notes below. Rounding out today, we have some Twitter news to talk about. Last week, Twitter made a change to its official APIs for developers that took third-party Twitter clients completely offline. This includes popular apps like TweetBot and Twitterific, which offer users a number of different features in comparison to the official Twitter application, such as things like easier access to a chronological timeline, more customization over the interface, and of course an ad-free experience. But one of the problems was that Twitter didn't publicly address or confirm its change to the API. So this left users and developers of third-party Twitter apps in the dark. The question was whether Twitter had purposefully changed its API to break these third-party applications, or if it was a temporary technical problem that would be resolved. Twitter has every incentive to push people to use the official Twitter application for iPhone, as this is how it makes most of its money with advertisements and an algorithmic timeline that tracks more user data. And, perhaps unsurprisingly, a week after the API change was initially made, Twitter has confirmed that, quote, it is enforcing its long-standing API rules, and this may result in some apps not working. So, as of right now, this means that the community of third-party Twitter applications for iPhone is officially over, again impacting apps like Twitterific and Tweetbot, as well as a number of other applications across iOS, macOS, Android, and Windows. The issue here wasn't necessarily the change to the Twitter API, but rather the fact that Elon Musk or Twitter as a company didn't even address the change until a week later. Regardless, this means that if you want to use Twitter on your iPhone or any other platform, the only way to do it will be through the Twitter website or the Twitter application. And unfortunately, this change to the API comes after Twitter redesigned its iOS app last week with a new For You tab that forces users into an algorithmic timeline by default, requiring a swipe over to access the chronological feed this new for you tab has been heavily criticized by twitter users but with the end of third party twitter apps you now have no other choice of course other than to leave twitter entirely that wraps up another episode of 95 mac daily as always you can find all of the latest apple news on 95mac.com follow along with me on twitter at Chance H. Miller, and be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.